Good morning and welcome to Backstory with me, Noreen Mir. We have a very special guest with us this week. You've heard him many times on the radio. You've heard his political views. You've heard his views on the housing market. But this time we get to talk about his personal journey. He is a prominent Hong Kong businessman and also a prominent philanthropist in Hong Kong as well. Let's welcome to the program Mr. Shi Wing Ching. Welcome to the program, Mr. Shi. Thanks for joining us on Backstory. So maybe if I can start uh, with your childhood. Tell us about your childhood. Where are your parents from? Uh, actually, I was born in Shanghai. I came to Hong Kong over 60 years ago. <laughs> uh, at, uh, in 1952. Uh, How, you were three that time? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Wow, uh, so you're a Hong Kong boy, really. Yes, you I, grew up in Hong Kong. I'm brought up in Hong Kong. Yeah. What did your parents do in, in China then? Uh, my father worked for the import and export company uh, because uh, there's a big political change in China after Chinese Communist Party take over. So the boss of my father's company uh, moved to Hong Kong. Uh, so uh, my father had to follow him to Hong Kong also. Yeah. Uh, he didn't uh, bring the family immediately because he don't know uh, the situation in Hong Kong. Uh, uh, when when he found everything is fine, uh, then uh, he brought my mother and I to Hong Kong. Did you feel a shock when you moved to Hong Kong? Or did your family feel a shock when they mm. came to Hong Kong? Because... I was relatively young, yeah. uh, so uh, the feeling is not so strong. Uh, uh, but uh, in some way, I know uh, Hong Kong at that time uh, is uh, getting more and more prosperous, uh, and the life here uh, is more secured than my other relatives uh, in China. Uh, they sometimes need us to send some furs and clothes to sometimes uh, some old clothes, uh, sometimes some oil. Oil? Yes, uh, peanut oil. <laughs> Difficult to get. Wow. Uh, yeah, and and, and sometimes uh, some money. <laughs> yeah. Did your family talk a lot about life in China for, for you to understand uh, life in China? Uh, my father uh, actually although not too well educated uh, uh, he always uh, taught us that uh, don't look down on your relatives in China uh, they are just the similar persons like my father is. So uh, it's only because you live in a different uh, area, in the different political system. Uh, so uh, I remember once around in the early 60s when China is in big problem, uh, we go to, we went to visit our relatives in Shanghai, uh, 
uh, my father remind me uh, that you you need to respect your relatives in Shanghai also. Uh, they are they are brothers and sisters. Uh, actually, my father said his brothers actually uh, have a uh, better education than he has. Did you have a happy childhood in Hong Kong? Which area did you grow Actually, up? Actually, I, I live in an uh, area in an industrial area because I live in the floor just uh, over the uh, go down of, of the company my father is working. There's, oh, wow. uh, there's a, a staff quarter there. So uh, in that area, actually, uh, not the wealthy area. Most of the people there are relatively poor. I remember a lot of people uh, living in the sidewalk, building small quarters in the pedestrian street. Wow. Which area of Hong uh, Kong was uh, it? Near San Sui Po. San Sui Po and Rai Chi Kok. Did you have a happy childhood? You can be happy. No need to be rich. I I remember my childhood is quite happy, but I don't like going to school. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of homework. You are not allowed to do this in the classroom. So uh, in the holidays, in the weekends, I always go to the hillsides. Really? What did yes. you do? You played in the hills. I played in the hills. I catch small fish in the stream. Uh, I and, and and I remember in the hillside there quite a lot of tunnels left, but in the Second World War. And you explored. Yeah, the explore without uh, any torches. We used just a a match, light a match, and look around and and go in, and and we find quite a lot of skeletons. The bones of the people. Are you people. serious? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. But <laughs> uh, you didn't touch or anything. Did you tell your parents we, what you found? We the bones. Bring it out and rearrange it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are very naughty. That is that is one of the most interesting and craziest stories yeah. I've ever. Uh, you rearranged the skeleton. Any ghost? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, did you did you tell your parents? Did they find uh, out that you no. didn't know? Oh, okay. <laughs> My parents didn't know about it. But, but I learned quite a lot uh, uh, in from the nature, uh, more than I learned from the books. Uh, like uh, I catch the fish and uh, brought it home and uh, let them live in the basin. Wow. Uh, 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 I found that this kind of fish can change sex. You know, really? Yes, from male to then female, yeah, or female, female to male, male. Uh, because uh, this kind of fish uh, uh, does not lay eggs, but it gives birth to individual small fish. Oh, wow! So I know which one is uh, female, but when uh, all the Male die, uh, one of the female will change into male. What? I I I told my teacher, 
she, she said, you're crazy. crazy. I don't believe this kind of thing. How can a fish change sex? But uh, later I learned from uh, the, the National Geographic uh, that this kind of things can happen. And you discovered it by yeah, yourself I discovered already. it. <laughs> Did you enjoy school? Mm, I enjoy learning. I like uh, to read uh, books, yes. not necessarily to be the uh, books that the school asks you to read. I like everything. <laughs> everything about the nature, about the society, about uh, human beings. Yeah. Uh, what did you want to be when you were little? Did you dream of being a certain uh, in a certain uh, career? Because, uh, uh, when I was young, I would like to be a biologist. Oh yeah. Yes, because I observed the nature. Uh, I I the bones and the, the bones. fish, <laughs> and also I bring down uh, bring some uh, plants and. Uh, plant in, in, in the, the garden. In the, no garden. We, we have only a roof. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I use those uh, tins that the uh, left by in the street. And because when you plant something, you see it grow. Uh, it uh, blossom yeah, and have fruits. Yeah. Uh, you, you know there's a uh, power in nature there's will in everything uh, I I respect nature. I read somewhere that you were a teacher yes. as well. What was your first job first of all? Uh, was that your first job or did you yes, have it? Uh, uh, actually I didn't have a chance to go to the university uh, when I finished my secondary school uh, some of my friends asked me to join them uh, to help those young workers to have a chance to be educated. Because at that time, in the late 60s, uh, uh, quite a lot of families in Hong Kong do not have enough money to give their children to the schools. Uh, for sons, uh, we Chinese uh, 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 we, we feel the sun is more precious. <laughs> yes, so they they are willing to send their sons to school, but not the girls. So it was a boys' school, really. It is. It's a. I I taught in an evening school, mostly young female workers. Oh, with only uh, around fourteen uh, to eighteen years old. Wow. Uh, they. Uh, they have no chance to go to the day school, but they still want to learn. So we let them have a chance uh, to study in the evening school. Yeah. Uh, what did you teach them? I teach almost everything. Wow. Uh, because it's not easy to find teacher willing to do so. Mm. The salary is very low. Actually, at that time, I'm a leftist. I'm trying to use uh, my uh, position as a teacher to spread out uh, the, message. the message that they need to fight for their own right. So, so I'm trying to organize them 
to fight for their own right. What was the salary like then? You said uh, it was quite uh, little. I, uh, even lower than the workers in the factory. Uh, I remember that the workers at in the factory can earn around two hundred fifty dollars a month. A month, yeah. Uh, what I got is only two hundred and ten for a month. And you were a teacher, educator. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And and I taught for eight years, not just a short period. Wow, you must really have enjoyed teaching mm. then. Yeah, because I think it is meaningful. Yeah. But uh, uh, in 1976, there is an incident in Tiananmen Square, not uh, the June 4th, but there is a... Uh, is it uh, the, the four and bomb? Uh, the, yes. Yes. Uh, because uh, at that time, uh, Premier Zhao Wanlai uh, died, and yes. people uh, take this opportunity uh, to protest uh, protest against the gang of four. Uh, and uh, the demonstration was suppressed by the gang of four. So I find that because I used to be a leftist, then. At that moment, I find uh, uh, socialist movement uh, has changed, <laughs> and I don't think uh, it is going to uh, bring the world uh, to a bright future. Yeah. So uh, I lost hope on planned the economy and. Uh, I think it's better for people to have their own choice in a free society. Yeah. Uh, that's why I left my job in the evening school. We'll, we'll get to some politics later. Hmm. Mr. Shi, I also know um, you have a song as well. Do you have a song that's significant to you that maybe you can share with our audience? Do you mm. have a favorite song that you can share mm. with our audience uh, that I, is meaningful to you? Mm. Uh, I, I think Wind Flowers yeah, is a song that can represent uh, people who pursue uh, uh, their dreams. Their dream. uh, some people said this is a song about drugs. But I think uh, love and revolution are very similar to drugs. <laughs> it's <laughs> because, addictive? Uh, yes, it can be addictive. And, uh, and you're pursuing. Can, and it will... Uh, raise your spiritual uh, to the uh, higher level. Okay, uh, well, it, it will make you dream, make you have a lot of imagination. Uh, that is uh, why I think this song uh, have some connection with it. Because when you linger near them, uh, they will take you away. <laughs>
My father told me not to go near them. He said he feared them always. And he told me that they carried him away. Can we talk about how you moved into the property、um, business? Then you stopped being a teacher. You were、mm. disillusioned, and then you left the leftist thinking. And then, how did you set up your own business? Actually, I became a property agent not because of my own choice. I need to find a living in the society.、Uh, not many people are willing to hire. A young person like me, huh? Because uh, it, uh, the uh, employer uh, do not like to know that you are a leftist,、uh, and also、uh, you have been organizing the employee、uh, to strike for their right.、Uh, so I try not to mention about the past. And you're、uh, lucky; it's before the、uh, internet, so they cannot search、yeah. as well.、Uh, and, and I start from very low as a office boy. It, they call it trainee, but actually,、uh, 
they're doing very primitive uh, office assistant job. I take this opportunity to learn about uh, the property industry. My chief uh, job role is as a messenger to bring uh, letters uh, to different departments uh, or to other companies. Uh, it gives me a chance to know the organization uh, chart of the company, the uh, uh, relationship with the outside, uh, and I learned a lot. And I, one of my other job is uh, photocopying. Uh, doing actually, I can learn a lot from photocopying because uh, the material need to be open in order to photocopy, so I can. Uh, have a chance to read them. Uh, uh, I remember once I was asked to uh, photocopy a price list of a property. Our company is about to launch in the market and I would like to know uh, how they set the price. So I had a look and you... Yeah, not just have a look because uh, uh, you you can't remember all the figures, so I press one more time to have a small piece, and I you made a copy for yourself. Yes, <laughs> I I do the market research on Sunday, to and I go uh, to the development site and, and climb into the building to see how why this flat is. Uh, have a unit price higher than the next one. And I make a big discovery. I find the company has set a long price. I, I was relatively bored to make a, such an uh, observation because I've been working for less than three months. I not just look at my company's project. I went to see other developers' projects also. And also I followed some of the property agents uh, to look at the secondary market. Because uh, that's the year of 1976, the market is turning around, is uh, recovering very fast. So uh, I find it's a good chance for me. So I uh, write a report for the company. Wow, you took your initiative to and, and, and gave to your boss. Yes, I said you have make a, a wrong price. Nice. Uh, so, and because I don't have a chance to talk to the boss directly, it's not easy for me to ask his secretary to make an appointment. So I weigh him in the car park. <laughs> I give it to so him <laughs> directly. Wow. And and the boss later find out my uh, proposal uh, is good to the company and earn a lot of money, so I can have a chance uh, to move to a better position. A university graduate would not be smart enough to wait for the boss in the car park. <laughs> I have a very strong feeling uh, I need to do something. Uh, uh, according to my own observation, not just follow my superior. And I 
wish to have uh, the return uh, for the job I have done. Because if you are working in a company, they just give you the salary that is set according to the labor market, the average return in the labor market. But I would like to have all my return. The only way is to have a, to yeah to start a, your own business. So uh, I I try to start my own business. I can't be a developer. I don't have too much money. I have only worked for two years. So I think the only way I can do is to use the knowledge I learned from the company and and be a consultant uh, in the property transaction in as a property agent. So I joined with one of my partners to start Centerline. Actually, we start with only a desk in some other body's office. Wow, that's uh, the Because we don't have the much money. We, we only uh, uh, pay only uh, 5000 for, for the start. Yeah, let's talk, apart from business and property, you've also started publishing. You own yes. uh, AM730 mm-hmm. as well, great newspaper. Why did you decide to go into publishing? <laughs> Actually, it's a com- commercial decision, <laughs> not a political decision. Some people say you must uh, be trying to use a media, uh, uh, try to send out some message. That is not what I... Uh, plan initially. I uh, I have some friends I- in the media because I always uh, uh, be willing to speak to the media. So I have a lot of friends in the media. They uh, told me that there's a new free media called Metro. Uh, it's doing very well. Uh, and they think free newspaper you have a better future than the traditional newspaper because if you don't charge anything, you are more easy to get rich to the readers. And and uh, if you have good content, you can secure some good uh, advertising. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, th- that's why I start my newspaper. Did you break even very quickly? Uh, yes, uh, because uh, I have uh, a compensation system. Uh, I think uh, very fair to the employee. Uh, I have a, I call one third, one third, one third system. Okay. I divide the profit of the company into three parts. Uh, one third for the employee one third for the shareholder and the other one third for the reinvestment. So uh, my staff uh, really think themselves as a stakeholder yeah. uh, uh, because they can have a share on their result. That's why they all work very hard. Yeah. They, they care about the company. Uh, uh, they try their best. Uh, to contribute to the company. So it took me only 23 months to break even. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Finally, I have one last question. It's a, it's a cheeky question. How many properties do you own in, in Hong Kong, roughly? <laughs> Can you uh, give a rough estimate? Uh, 
actually I don't really count that. <laughs> uh, uh, it's enough uh, for my family. Over twenty. Mm, oh. It depends on big one or small one. It's not uh, <laughs> all um, of them. Mm, I think over ten. Over ten. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We really enjoyed listening to your story. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Mm-hmm.